It's a brand new episode of In Case You're Wondering, Weekend Wondering Edition. On this episode, I'll be talking about all the weird things I do when I'm home alone, wondering, hey, does anybody else do weird things when they're home alone that they don't want anybody else to really know about, uh, but it's not creepy. Uh, we're going to be getting into some interesting headlines about our awesome law enforcement in other cities other than yours, I'm sure. And we're going to take a minute to stop and be thanks, uh, thankful during this Thanksgiving season. Without further ado, let's get into another episode of In Case You're Wondering. another episode of In Case You're Wondering, um, the Weekend Wonder Edition. Um, excited to have you guys back listening. I'm excited to be back recording. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. My wife is gone this week. Um, she's left me all by myself. And I've started to realize that I have these weird uh, tendencies. Um, so <clears throat> I do a few things that I, that I normally wouldn't do when she's around because I know she wouldn't like them. Um, now, that might sound like a bad statement. Um, but it's simple things. So, for example, I've been thinking about um, just some some things that I do um, that I know would either um, a piss her off or b just make her question why she even married me to begin with. Um, and those are things like uh, like I was cutting uh, bread for a sandwich the other night and um, cut the bread. And usually, when she's home because I don't want her to think less of me and that I'm a dirty slob, even though she probably already knows that about me. Um, I just I just wiped the um, knife on my pants and then put the and, and put the knife back um, in the knife block and, and just considered it, hey, this is clean. <laughs> like, this is clean as it is. It doesn't need to go in the wash. Normally, if she's home, I would uh, put it in the sink or the dishwasher and feel silly for doing it. Um, so I realized I do those types of things. Uh, another thing that I do, uh, because I hate doing dishes, my wife hates doing dishes as well, but um, I saw some plates in the sink and said, you know what, I really don't wash these by hand, because, you know, God forbid I have to wash them, Uh, I decided to put them in the dishwasher, and I don't know if you guys have this problem, but anytime I put dirty dishes in the dishwasher, and then leave them in there to, to try to fill them back up, the moment I open it back up to, to fill it when I have enough dishes, it instantly reeks. Obviously, it's dirty dishes and stuff, but, I mean, good grief. The smell, the wretched smell that comes out of that dishwasher is enough to make me just put one dish or two dishes in there, put the soap in there, and then shut it and start it and clean two dishes at a time. I know it's not efficient. I know it doesn't make any sense, but, you know, I'm home alone. I'm, I'm the king of this castle this week, and I'm going to do that. Uh, there are obvious things that I, you know, I realize I do anyway, uh, like leave the seat up, um, drink out of the cartons of milk or orange juice or, um, you know, not necessarily use plates when I eat. Um, I do that when, when she's around sometimes, but um, I also just like talk to myself in weird voices. I, I noticed this the other night. Um, 
I was just talking to myself in some weird voices that I normally don't do because I don't think my, I don't want my wife to think I'm a psychopath. Um, and so, you know, I, I guess my, my major, my major thought in all this is what do you guys do when you're alone? Like, do you guys do weird things or am I the only person that, um, talks themselves in a weird voice or am I only one that, you know, is deems that something is not clean, even though I've just used it. Uh, those are the type of things I'm, I'm going through. I've also realized this too. Uh, and this is probably indicative of my lack of cooking skills. Two things when it comes to food, when my wife is not here, a, I eat a lot of cereal. Uh, I eat bowls on bowls of cereal because somehow food doesn't magically appear in the, um, pantry or in the um, refrigerator so that that actually is um, a problem I guess I'm having uh, geez I sound the more I talk about this the more I'm like listening myself myself sound lazy I'm, I'm really not this lazy usually but when my wife leaves it's like I can't function like it's like I've almost forgotten how to go to the grocery store um, so yeah I I eat cereal all the time now. My wife's been gone since Wednesday. I'm recording this on Friday. She'll be back on Sunday. Basically, in, for the forecast for my weekend, it's sit around and eat cereal. And this is what else is taking up a lot of my time when it comes to food. When I do eat something other than cereal, it takes me a long time to figure out what I want to eat. And, and I go through a very long process. Usually she's there. I know a lot of couples have this problem of, no one knows what to pick to eat. Danielle and I are no different. We always struggle about what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. What do you want? But I also have that struggle with myself. So like last night, for instance, uh, what should I eat? I even asked my coworkers. I asked my students. I, I, made, I have them make a list for me of what I should eat. It never involves me cooking. It involves me going out to get this food. And I realized I never decided. I just settled on random things around the house. I just randomly picked up a few things that were edible and I ate them because I couldn't come to an understanding in my own mind about what I wanted to eat. Usually I have someone driving, you know, driving that, that thought process of what I want to eat. My wife isn't around to do that for me. And boy, I can't, I could never live on my own again. I feel like I'm in college and, and my roommate's gone for the, for the weekend. When my roommate would leave for the weekend in college, I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like who do I hang out with? Uh, you know, man, I sound, I just sound lonely. I guess that's it. I guess I'm, I'm just lonely. Um, this, this episode went from, from interesting to, well, maybe it wasn't interesting. <laughs> it wasn't interesting for you, but, uh, it went from interesting to really sad, I guess for me, man, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think being alone is good and bad all at the same time. Um, I can't figure out what to eat. That's my biggest problem, but I do a bunch of also random things around the house, um, that I'm sure my wife, if she saw me doing it, heard me doing it, um, you know, would probably be like, what the heck? Um, one thing I will say, and she knows about this already, so she's not going to listen to this and think this is weird, but, um, <laughs> well, she already thinks this is weird. I've always had this dream of filling, this is, this is weird again as I'm thinking about saying it out loud, of filling the toilet with my urine and not flushing it and seeing how many times it would take me to fill it all the way up to the brim without flushing. Now, obviously, from Wednesday to Friday uh, to uh, Sunday, I'm not going to be able to do that. 
I'd have to pound a ton of water and just constantly be peeing. But I am curious to know. So maybe the next time she's gone for like a week or something, that might be a goal of mine. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to set goals in my time alone to try to achieve and, and keep my mind off of doing weird things. Unless the goals are weird things like filling up the toilet bowl with urine and not flushing. So, yep, that's what I'm going through this week. Um, you know, this is the second episode that I'm doing called The Weekend Wondering. And uh, the first episode, we did some weird headline. Uh, we're going to get into some of those. I got two stories, um, both involving law enforcement. I didn't necessarily set out. Uh, last week had a, 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 uh, had a slight theme to it. Um, this week also has a theme to it. I didn't necessarily set out for a theme, but this is kind of where we're going. Um, we're going to do this one. I heard about this one when we first came out. This came out uh, on November 10th, uh, so uh, like a week ago. Uh, a man, let's see, uh, suspects farts uh, make police stop interviewing Kansas City. So uh, first reaction on this one for me is uh, welcome to the club. I've stopped many things. I, I guess I've actually not welcome to the club, but um, I've never stopped a police investigation or an interview process with police because of my farts. I have stopped conversations. I have stopped, um, you know, my wife cuddling me because of farting. Um, I've cleared rooms because of farts, but not anything to do with the police. Uh, Sean Sykes uh, is facing federal gun and drug charges after being pulled over twice by police in Kansas City. Um, when he was brought back into custody, a detective, uh, detective's report said Mr. Sykes leaned to one side, <laughs> classic, who doesn't lean to one side when they fart, leans to one side on his chair and released a loud fart when asked for his address by police while being interviewed. Uh, Mr. Sykes continued to be flatulent, and I ended up ending the interview, the detective wrote, after recovering. So he, he just cleared a room. That's all he did. It's, you know... Really, it's not as impressive as I originally thought it would be. I guess the only thing that is impressive about it is that he did it to law enforcement. I, I've always thought that law enforcement, they are. They are trained well, um, and they're trained to uh, fight off some serious environmental distractions on their job. This guy couldn't do it. This detective could not fight off some um, some gas from, from Sean Sykes. So to you, not on the... I'm not on the gun and drug charges, Sean, but to you, um, good job, Sean. You, you've kept us farters um, proud, I guess. Clearing rooms, just lay off the drugs and, and the and the guns. That would that would that would be beneficial to society. But if you want to keep farting, you know, to each their own. Uh, so, <clears throat> thank you, uh, Kansas City, for producing some weird news out of out of that city. Uh, on to the next city, uh, Detroit. This headline, I, I laughed pretty hard when I read it. The uh, headlines out of Fox 2 in Detroit is Detroit police officers fight each other in, underco in undercover op gone wrong. So essentially what happened is uh, these two precincts in Detroit have been walking on Andover Street um, as undercover officers trying to pretend to be drope, uh, dope dealers, waiting for eager customers to approach and then arrest potential buyers and seizing their vehicles. Um, so I guess two precincts in, in Detroit felt like 
this was a big area they wanted to target. And they both, you know, were eager to get on the uh, the drug trail to ca- uh, to get these guys who are selling drugs, uh, who are buying drugs. Um, but apparently it didn't go very well. This is but, uh, but at this time, instead of a customer, special ops officers from the 11th Precinct showed up, not realizing they were fellow officers. They ordered the other undercover officers to the ground. <laughs> oh, boy, what a standoff that might have been. It says Fox 2 is told the rest of the special ops team from the 11th Precinct showed up, and the officers began raiding a house on that street. But instead of fighting crime, officers from both precincts began fighting with each other. Sources say guns were drawn, whoa, and punches were thrown in the homeowner with the homeowner stood by and watched. The department's top cops are notified along with internal affairs. Each officer involved is now under investigation as the department tried to determine what went wrong. Uh, I think there's a long list of what went wrong. You didn't tell another precinct in your city about this sting operation you're doing. And then no one apparently decided to just show each other all their their badges. Like, I would imagine, even though you're undercover, uh, on you at some point you must have a badge. That might I might be naive. I I don't know. But, like, how do you not know? How do you not know that there's another precinct in your city doing the same exact thing? That's that's just odd to me. Uh, It goes on to say, you got to have more communication, I guess, said the resident. I don't understand what happened about that. Communicate. He makes a great point. The homeowner that was watching makes a great point here. He says, I don't understand what happened about that. Communicate. Just like anything else, guys, you got to communicate out there. Whether you're selling drugs, whether you're uh, buying drugs, whether you're farting, whether whatever it is, you got to communicate out there. Whether you're trying to arrest people who are also police officers, whether you are trying to avoid being arrested as a police officer by another police officer, you just have to communicate. These guys didn't do it, and that is why uh, this is a very weird headline. This probably isn't the first time that police officers have tried to arrest each other. Um, but when you're trying to like make a statement in the community, like, hey, we're going to put this drug issue to rest here, and you start arresting your own police officers, your own people, like that's, that's a bad look. Like People will not take you serious after that. I can't imagine that, that the Detroit Police Department is going to bounce back from this in that, er- in that area of Detroit. So those are some weird headlines. Uh, again, if uh, you do some weird things while you're home alone, now uh, keep your weird stuff to yourself. Like, um, you know, there's a difference between weird and uh, weird. Like, don't, don't share those really weird things with me that you do at home alone. That's, that's between you and yourself. Uh, but if you do some goofy things around the house or some weird things around your apartment and you think, hey, this could be entertaining, uh, I'd love to hear them. Uh, maybe I'll talk about them in the next episode. I got some guests coming up on the future episodes. I'm excited to get those people interviewed. Um, if you've enjoyed the podcast up to this point, we're climbing in numbers, climbing in uh, states and countries listening to this. It's exciting time for me. I'm really, really excited about this podcast and where, it's, where it could go, where its potential is. Um, keep sharing it. Tell your friends about it. Review it. Rate it on iTunes. I'd really appreciate some feedback. So I'd love some reviews on, on iTunes. Please, 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 please um, keep giving me some 
reviews on iTunes. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Thanksgiving is coming up. I hope to get an episode out on Thanksgiving weekend. If I don't, from me, from my wife, uh, we want to wish you guys a great Thanksgiving. Um, I, there's so much to be thankful for during this season. I know usually we, we uh, I try to joke around on this podcast, have a good time, be interesting, but I am going to take a second to say I'm thankful for a lot of things. Thank you for my beautiful wife, everything that she's done for me, um, all my friends and family out there. Thankful for you guys listening. Every time I post an episode, you guys are awesome. Uh, I, I do want to say take some time out this week. Uh, remember what you're thankful for. Um, you know, don't take the small things for granted. Uh, and, and love each other, guys. There's a lot of sad news out there uh, recently. And, and I just want to say keep, keep just loving each other. Keep doing the right thing out there. And uh, we're going to be all right. Also, um, apparently I've been told recently that voting – in your local area is important. So I guess, I guess you want to do that. But other than that, <laughs> uh, you know, have a, have a great Thanksgiving weekend. Um, get out there with your family, with your friends, have some fun, eat a lot of food, play football, watch football, and stay out of trouble. Have a great weekend, guys.